0: hello everybody and welcome back to the breaching extinction poor episodes i'm here with shelby and liam and i think we're all very excited about this poor episode because it's all positive things yes. Yes.
1: how's yes. everybody
0: doing what's new
1: doing all right yeah. um i tried to, uh, there was a, a baby shower going on the other day i think it was hosted by snake rivers saviors and this is the first time basically i tried to do an orca
0: it's beautiful which doesn't
1: i I don't know if you can see but i stained it by accident with like purple and like the bluish sort of thing like near the saddle patch i kind of screwed it up but that's actually they
2: actually probably have some natural blue and purple reflections there though from the water so you can work that in maybe
0: that's cool how was the baby shower that's fun i love whale baby showers
1: My little baby showers. It was cute. It was a short uh, little one. That was like, yeah, just like thirty minutes. There was uh, someone uh, from one of the tribes along the Columbia River. They told a story. I think, it, yeah, about the salmon woman, which was really interesting to listen to. That's
0: awesome. And it's
1: just and it's you know basically shows that you know what happens when you know we cu- we get become accustomed to something so necessary. And we let greed take over basically and it was an explanation for how the um how they celebrated the return of uh, salmon
0: that's so cool yeah that's that's really interesting and I feel like those concepts are really important to talk about in conservation and they're not talked about enough it's like the role of greed and the role of culture or these traditional like indigenous cultures um but that sounds like a super positive thing, and we have two announcements this week. Um, the Seattle Times put out a new article, um, and basically it just is saying that the Southern residents are doing awesome. Um, Southern residents' orcas celebrate three healthy calves um, as J-Pod um, is the best in overall condition in like in the last decade, so um, they posted this article on May 8th at 6 a.m., and it was it was super cute. Um basically they just like talked about how um the moms have had babies and how the babies are doing and of course they talked about J35 and how she went from like pushing that dead calf around that only lived for 30 minutes to having two healthy calves. So that's super positive.
2: Yeah. Yeah. My favorite part of the article was that they reminded us that the moms and the elderly especially females also in the pods are also it's also important that they're doing super well because it related it back to that grandmothering effect of the role that the elder females play in the pod in overall pod survival so it's really like it's obviously amazing that the babies that we've had in the last year or two are still thriving but it's also nice to know that the pod as a whole including the older whales are doing really well too
0: Mm -hmm. definitely yeah Yeah. When I, honestly, okay, when I first saw the headline, I was, like, a little, like, annoyed at first because I'm just like, don't say that they're doing good. I mean, they are, and this is, like, the positive media that we need, but I didn't want people to see this and be like, oh, it's fine. Like, we don't need to do stuff about it, but it actually was a very heartwarming article, and I'm glad that it's out there, and, you know, I hope that this just motivates more people because they do include that there's only 75 left, and that's a very small amount, so
2: yeah yeah.
0: yeah. Honestly, i was gonna point
1: that out it's like you know that how t- i first thought the title was like you know I, I think some people are gonna you might not want to necessarily word it that way because some people are gonna look at that and think you know oh yeah they're doing fine you know why why bother with any you know with any of the stuff that we're doing
0: yeah which i wonder
1: if that's uh i think what was it recently i don't know if if Noah changed their mind on this, but they were thinking about taking the Southern residents off the endangered species list. And I don't know if it came from like this study and I'm not sure if they changed their minds on that.
0: Um, I did not hear anything about that. Shelby's face, that was funny. We were both like, what? Um, <laughs>
2: I just uh, didn't hear about that either. I was like, oh, man.
0: Yeah, I have not heard about that. I hope that that's not a thing, because no. Um. Yeah, it's yeah. a
2: little premature,
0: but... Yes. Oh, my, okay, so my friend, I'm at my friend's house. She's raising her hand, and she has a contribution to make. I just have a yes. question. She has a question, yes. How could it be that you could take... The southern residents off the endangered species list. If it's not, it's not like they would have to take killer whales off the whole. Well, okay, so she just asked um, how could they take, how could they basically delist? southern residents so technically it's once they reach like a healthy carrying capacity that's when they're supposed to do it and so it's like it's on a species by species basis and not all orcas yeah. are on the endangered species list because not all orcas are endangered but the yeah
1: most as well as most, species species. So most are endangered most are egotypes. right yeah. yeah
0: yeah and it's super it's controversial
2: like as well that like the southern residents should almost be recognized as their own species because they've been differentiated as their own population for so many years um there's great information about that in monica shield's book yeah it took, um, it took a, oh sorry
1: oh no it's okay go ahead no i was just i was just going to point out that it kind of took a while for noah to uh, to put them on there one of the reasons why it took a while for them to put them on there was because initially they were like well you know there's so many other you know they're all other you know, there's so many other different orca. There's so many other orcas out there. You know, why put them on there? This was, I think, during the time when they kind of thought that every orca was sort of the same. Just basically, that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because really, it's only been it's been fairly recent in history that we've even learned about the differences between the different um, ecotypes and everything. So, like, if you really look back in history, it's just. It's relatively new information still so. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a while yeah. for things to get moving.
1: <laughs> yeah, the information is really not that old. It's like 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 40 50 years, like maybe 50 years, maybe slightly less than that, mm-hmm. which really isn't a lot of information. We don't no. know, yeah.
2: Yeah, you think back to just like the early captivity days and they had no clue what they were doing with those whales and what they needed to eat.
0: Right. Yeah. And everything like that. Yeah,
1: because everyone. Yeah, because everyone sort of assumed that every orca was the same.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've come far from there, and now we know. Um, well, hopefully that that's just like a rumor that you heard, and that's not real. But we should do some more digging and find out. Um, but they are doing better, and they're definitely still endangered. Um, yeah. I think it's like 150 is is what they want them to be at, like 150 whales which is yeah that's, not a that's yeah
1: that's like yeah
0: um so yeah. we basically they did have to a quote
2: in that article that said there is hope in our images um but but it's fragile and that was a quote from the researcher durbin yeah yeah
1: which they they should have put that as the title it's like southern residents you know they celebrate well, three healthy calves like a and that's a fragile hope
0: yeah <laughs> I mean, yes and no. I think, like, at first when I read it, I was, like... Or at first when I saw the title, I was, like, a little taken back because I was like, oh, my God, people are going to think that they're okay. But after reading the article, obviously, it's showing that they're doing better, but they're not okay. Yeah. And I think that this is, like, a little nugget of hope that a lot of people need because when it all looks doom and gloom, you know, I don't know. It's it was, hard yeah. to fight, for sure. Um, And then also today... I was, I, yeah. Oh, oh, go ahead.
2: Oh, I was going to ask you just like while we're still on the note of this article, yes. if um, when the last time you guys have seen the Southern residents down in California, cause it had mentioned um, L 25, the grandmother of L pod uh, bringing the pod down to Sacramento river for salmon, as it had learned um, to do. And it's yes. in um, the,
0: the last that I heard was that Alan Niles saw them in Eureka, California, like, I this don't, year? This year, yes. I want to say it okay. was about a month ago. I don't know the exact date. I can go back and look, but I they they were seen in Eureka this year, and it was ElPod.
2: Well, yeah, because it said um, document she there ElPod was documented down there in twenty nineteen uh, in San Francisco, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, if, for sure. Was it,
0: yes. Um. So maybe they'll come down to California. I kind of hope they don't but we'll see <laughs> um and no salmon, they're yeah.
1: probably going to be down there more because uh since they're going to be taking those dams out on
0: the Klamath
1: on, on the Klamath dam they're probably going to be spending a bit more time down there
0: hopefully yeah that would be amazing the Klamath is the largest salmon restoration project in u.s history yeah. Wow. That's insane. Um, and Which I wonder cool. where the lower Snake River dams would fit into that. I'm not sure. Well, um, they
1: would probably, yeah. I mean, I, the Snake River's not connected, but it's like, you know, if that, if when that project gets going, then yeah, that would probably be, um, be the, then all of a sudden become the biggest uh, restoration project. Sure. Something like that, because I think this um, the bill that was just passed. Yeah, might I don't know if it's exact. It probably won't uh, secure like all the funding needed to bre- to breach the dams, but it will. I think encourage the. I think it will encourage uh, the core to like kind of like maybe second guess it and actually consider doing it earlier,
0: potentially. So I think we should tell people what this new bill is, because it literally just got passed today um, on May 10th. So SB uh, 5146, that was passed today. That's the name of the bill. Um, We'll put a link down in our bio. Um, But basically what this bill is doing is um, opening up funding for salmon restoration to go to different entities. Um, It didn't say how much funding in the bill, um, but... This is, like, a super positive thing. I don't know that this will necessarily be linked to the dams. Like, from what I read, it sounds like it's it's more of, like, smaller organizations.
1: Yeah. But yeah, that's what I kind of think.
0: But maybe, like, from... But what I'm seeing, though, is, like, I feel like... And I've talked with Gloria about this. I don't know about you guys, but it seems like the last, like, two years, it's been, like, push, 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 and there's nothing... And then all of a sudden, like, we're starting to get little doors opening up, like this bill, and then, like, you know, um, Mike Simpson proposing dam removal, which, like, I get is not the ideal situation, but it is something, and oh my god, that's so huge, so... um, Yeah,
2: Yeah. progress is progress. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
0: seriously. So, I think that, like, I, like, yeah, this, you know, her writing, Linda Mapes writing this article and this coming out at the same time, like that just goes to show there is still hope for these guys and like this is really positive to see and I'm really excited and I'm, I honestly like, you know, I'm not much of a policy person and I've gotten into policy because of the Southern residents. Um, as like, I mean, I've gotten into other political issues for other things, but anyway, it's not the point. Um, but it's interesting to learn more about the political process through these whales. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It makes you realize that things aren't, as easy as you might think but it is super promising to see um and even just uh people promoting and raising awareness about these bills that are being pushed can encourage other people to advocate for more and for similar policies across the coast
0: yes absolutely Yeah, so lots of positive things happening. I encourage all of our listeners to continue to write to Senator Murray, Senator Cantwell. Um, The It's About Damn Time campaign is still going on. We still need help. The infrastructure bill has uh, yet to be passed, so we still need as many people on board writing to remove the Lower Snake River dams. If you guys have any questions about what to write, how to do it, who to write, anybody can write. Doesn't matter what state, doesn't matter what country you're from, um, you can write to these senators. So... Yeah, that's, that's, I think, all I have for you guys. Do you guys have anything else? No,
1: nope, I don't think so.
0: Amazing. No, I think that was everything. That, that was, was it. Awesome. That was everything, yeah. Perfect. Well, you guys have a whale of a week and keep krilling it. <laughs> Bye.